0: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp here for the Fightful.com podcast, November 1st edition. We're talking SmackDown. We're talking UFC, Ronda Rousey, all kinds of stuff brought to you by TrigTent.com. Next week is election week. We are one week away. One week from now in this podcast, we will be talking SmackDown and election stuff. Just crazy election stuff that will probably get me unfollowed by half of my – Half of my followers, honestly. Twitter might remove my verification. I'm going to get hate mail. Anytime I have talked politics, I have gotten hate mail. But maybe maybe I could do a little something for TrigTent. Probably not. Sounds like a terrible idea. Sounds like a good way to, to put Fightful under. But either way, head over to TrigTent.com. They've got your they got your uh, political coverage. they got some fun stuff over there also on it go to our podcast page slash podcast open up any of our pages and you will see that big blue on it link click it support us enjoy we had our one of our viewers scott frame told us that he just checked it out today so uh, thank you to him for that i love on it uh, even if i'm not working out if you know sometimes you just feel too beaten down to work out and if you're feeling too beaten down new mood and alpha brain are the right supplements for you It gives you uh, gives you uh, uh, much deeper sleep, gives me better nights sleep. Also, Alpha Brain helps me stay focused for these long hours for this week. James Ellsworth is a big part of WWE Storyline. And finally, I get to talk about it with Alex Pawlowski, who is filling in for Jeff Hawkins tonight. Alex. How did you like Tuesday Night Ellsworth? Tuesday Night Ellis, if you listen to Dasha Fuentes.
1: That's right. Tuesday Night Ellsworth. Ellsworth. L. Ellis. Elephant. Um, I, I am probably in a great minority in that I'm just I'm, – I've been done with Ellsworth for weeks. How dare you? I know. I'm, I'm a curmudgeon. I'm a grouch. Uh, I liked him a lot more in this episode than, say, the last two. Uh, the problem I have with him is not with him specifically, but the storyline he is in brings out the worst in Ambrose, and that hurts the main event scene that he 's got going on with styles so i 'm kind of just basically anti that whole storyline and because Ellsworth is the catalyst that makes that storyline move i 've kind of realized that i 've been really blaming him for that, and that 's unfair uh, we have
0: we, we have breaking news on the show, oh yeah. Dean Ambrose versus AJ Styles in a TLC match at TLC for the title. They're booking this match well ahead of time. I like that too. They
1: should absolutely. No, I mean that. That's I mean that's the the program that they've obviously been pushing towards. Um, there was some chatter that it was going to be Randy Orton after uh, after the Ambrose feud ended. Right now, it looks like Orton's uh, doing something else. Right now, that I'm very pleased about. But we'll get to that. Uh, anyway, the the whole Ellsworth thing, um, yeah, he's 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 cute. He's a cute little cuddly koala bear, uh, and I like him fine. But that storyline is just uh, it's just it just brings out more wacky Dean antics, and I can't I'm not down
0: for that. I don't know if he's been that wacky though. No, no, for, like, a couple Ellsworth's of past- been the wacky one. No, well, and AJ. Whole-
1: well, the deal is, is that you have Dean the first time as the special guest referee pulling all manner of crap out of his pockets and handing it over to AJ because that's hilarious. And then the week I after that, so. nah, well there you go. No accounting for taste. <laughs> <laughs> what the
0: hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I'm Jesus.
1: It's entirely subjective. You 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 wrote that in a tweet, I think yesterday or this morning. Uh, it is. Everything's entirely subjective, and my thing, I've always been anti-Wacky Dean. Uh, and then the following week, all with all the hijinks he did at Ringside, um, a lot of it could also be because I'm of the opinion that AJ is the best thing in the entire company right now and deserves to be in a main main event, like top-level kind of program. And right now, I feel like it's more of a circus shide show kind of a thing. And he should be being taken seriously by the top brass. And the fact that they're having him do this instead, you know, kind of irks me. But, um, but I liked the main event today. I thought it was great. And, yes, absolutely, have Dean win. Absolutely uh, put them in a TLC match because that's going to be great. You know, I'm looking forward to it.
0: I kept a SmackDown blog, by the way, guys. You all seem to like the Raw one I did in place of Vince Russo this week. Uh, He will not be around this week, unfortunately. He's still uh, handling the death of his mother. So, again, wish him the best. Uh, We certainly do. Condolences out to Vince. My big takeaway is James Ellsworth has a theme. Yeah.
1: It's not a bad theme either. it's It's a generic hard rock 2002 WWE entrance theme,
0: but it's fine. It's you are a generic hard rock 2002 entrance theme.
1: <laughs> Guilty is charged.
0: I like I like the story around Ellsworth. They've taken a guy that people genuinely like.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And here's a here's a little story. I was going to do an interview with him the week after the Braun Strowman thing, and it was I, I think it was early in the days of Fightful, and I just got so damn busy. We had like UFC 200, and everybody was failing drug tests and WWE draft. And I just couldn't make it work. But, man, I, he could not have been nicer. I've never had anybody, first off, get back to me so quick on an interview request and be so nice to me when we couldn't make it work. But, uh, yeah, I'm certainly wishing that I would have made it work at this yeah. point. Yeah. JBL's disdain for Ellsworth is hilarious.
1: That's, that is the biggest reason why I know I must be wrong. Because if I'm agreeing with JBL, there's something, something's wonky. Yes, I, can't, I, I do not want him as my ally, so I, I, I'm trying to rethink my opposition.
0: JBL can say, it's a flying Uso, and I'd be like, no the hell it's not. <laughs> it
1: certainly isn't.
0: Also, Otunga with the dumbass line of the night where he says, take your chin and get out of here. He doesn't have a chin, <sighs> dumbass.
1: How dare you? David Otunga is just the literal dirt
0: worst. You know, it's amazing to me that that guy wins so much stuff. He's at such an intelligent dude. Harvard Law, Jennifer Hudson. He was a tag champion with John Cena. He made it to the WWE. He's a he's a an analyst on I can't remember what channel. I, I would love to see the shackles come off and him maybe not have to be so corny and generic. He and Byron Saxton are yeah. so bad and generic. It's
1: it's really I mean. Her. It's really kind of telling that Vince overproduces the two black guys on his announced squads to be the most ridiculously cornball...
0: White dudes. ...aw
1: shucks kind of thing. It's just yep, kind of uncomfortable if you think about it, but... It yeah. is.
0: Yeah. Well, I remember when they did that with Byron Saxton, and he would... R- go out of his way like almost like he was instructed to, like he didn't know anything about black culture. Yeah, Like they would bring up stuff and he'd be like, well, what are you talking about? I'm like, Jesus, man. Like, you know, you, uh, it's, and it wouldn't have bothered me if it wasn't so obvious that it was set up to be that way. I'm like, man, that's really weird that they do that. I like the opening segment. It was really elementary, but like I said, I don't mind that as long as it's good. By the way, guys, you want to know something that's good? Fightful.com. Tons of exclusives. Go to our exclusive section, check them out. Maybe you've never been there. Click that little button. We got podcasts all the time five to seven. We're coming up on our 100th very, very soon. I need to find out when that'll be. It might be this weekend, actually. Might be. Uh, either way, we've got all your wrestling, MMA and boxing news. You can go to fightful.com slash MMA slash wrestling slash boxing. If you don't like, uh, either one of the other sports. Also, we post the most awesome media in our video section, MMA, wrestling and boxing, all your countdown shows, your embedded shows, your free fights, uh, Halloween related things. We get it all up on, uh, fightful.com. If you missed raw, The next morning we post videos from Raw, SmackDown, all that stuff on the site. Go there, register, you'll get early access to podcasts, you'll get uh, access to our contests we're about to run for games, signed books, DVDs, and uh, to our forums which are about to blow up. So they ran a Baron Corbin vignette about, oh God, four or five months too late.
1: Better late than never. That thing was awesome. I'm so excited for actually taking Baron Corbin seriously. They put him on the on the Survivor series team. They're taking this guy seriously. Push him to the moon, I say. I love him.
0: You know what I would do? I, I'm big on explaining things, covering plot holes. If I were Shane McMahon or or Dana Bryan, I would say on that on, on Talking Smack or you know, he had a rough start, but to be completely honest, he was dealing with an injury. Say something like that. Explain that loss to Dolph Ziggler because, as we've seen, losing to Dolph Ziggler isn't the worst thing in the world right now. Back right. then, it was. It was pretty bad. But if I were Daniel Bryan, I would say, yeah, he was dealing with a knee injury. We really shouldn't have held off or we Raw really should have held off or whatever the hell. Cause it, I think it was on Raw back then. But they wanted him up on the main roster so badly – Mm-hmm. And he wanted to be there. He wanted to be out of NXT so badly that he fought through an injury, and that's why he lost to Ziggler. I think that would be important. It
1: was a lousy, we, it was a lousy feud, but Ziggler never beat him clean. He, yeah. he, he hit a quick flash, roll up, surprised him, and then kicked him in the junk. All the times when Corbin beat right him. Right in the wiener. Yeah, right in the wiener. Uh, when Corbin beat him, uh, he, he, uh, skirted the rules a couple of times, but he did beat him clean once. So, I mean, I think Corbin kind of got the better of that. Um, and I'm like, I love that there, that he goes on talking smack. He says, give me something. I beat all, everybody you put in yeah. front of me. I demolished Jack Swagger in under two minutes. Put, give me, give me a challenge. And they did, they put him on the survivor series team, but they didn't address the fact that they were giving him that challenge. I hope they do that next week.
0: You know what I hate? What's that? The term jobber entrance, because <laughs> it happens to everybody now, almost everybody. Because I saw so many people going Carmella and Nikki and Alexa got the jobber entrance, go to hell. Yeah, the, the people is, who got the jobber entrance, won the damn match.
1: Right. The thing about it is that you can't complain about the shows being too long and then say, no, I'd rather watch a full two minute entrance for everybody. Yeah, you know that's that. Those things are do, do not uh, do not jive. You got to have one or the other. And per- personally, I know what their entrance looks like. You can sh- you can do it during commercial. I know I know I can
0: remember it from last time. Well, this match was real shitty. It was bad, but I love that Alexa Bliss is using the DDT as a finish, and it's a damn yeah. good looking DDT too.
1: Yeah, it looks good. It looks like the old Raven even flow.
0: I loved it. Somebody it's says nice. Sean Ross Sapp is so mean and aggressive. He's hostile. I'm a little more hostile here than I was at my former employer. I'm given, I'm given a lot more. Somebody says Sean, Sean Ross Sapp is on the juice. I wish I was. I wish I was on the juice, <laughs> but I'm not. I'm not. Um, I'm not allowed to be a little more open at this employer because I would rather give you all the news and give you all an honest opinion than maybe be docile somebody says Sean Ross Sapp is only on it you're, you're damn right I am <laughs> you damn right I am guys go check that out at our podcast page um I thought that the well what first what did you think of the match
1: yeah it was it was uh sloppy it was over quicker than I thought it was going to be I'm glad that they uh, allowed Alexa to look really strong before the match against Becky next week um I like the interplay between uh, Carmela and Alexa. I like that they're, you know, as friendly as two heels can be. Uh I like that. Um and, you know, hey, I like Becky and, and Nikki together. I think that's a cool little little uh, take. I, I also f- thought it was interesting that Nikki decided to go all black with the hair. <laughs> with that uh that was an interesting little uh, dye job she did. Um but the, the big thing about this segment was the promo after it. I thought that that I thought that uh, that Alexa is the she's the best in the entire division on the mic, and she shows it again. And Carmella, when she's not trying to remember how to say things in a Staten Island accent, <laughs> isn't terrible, and she's going to get better as they give her more chances. Uh, I'm really excited about the Survivor Series 5-on-5 five five women's match.
0: i, I'm I think that's for the whole be, damn show, to be honest The with whole
1: it. show's going to be great. But I did not expect to be as excited as I am about the uh, women's
0: match. I'll get into my excitement for Survivor Series shortly. Uh, I, I agree with you on Alexa being the best in uh, among all the women at promos, period. Uh, I thought this one was corny and... I didn't like Carmella calling out Bailey because we know they're best friends. Right. Now, if she would have explained it, I'm a big, big one explaining it. Say, Bailey turned out not being who I thought she was when we went our own path, we went different ways. That'd be something. But I, I thought this one was a little much. Uh, I did like Alexa kicking, who was it, Renee, out of the ring. She kicked somebody out of the ring. Dasha.
1: She gave Dasha Good, out of her ring. Good, she, she
0: should. She should take her the hell back to NXT after right. she mispronounced the, thing is, see, I James, like, the God yeah. Ellsworth's name. That's what
1: I was talking about was when when odds were doing great stuff. That whole thing, like, no, 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 no. That was amazing, and that was all Alexa. The stuff at the end where she was using lines from Wizard of Oz, a movie that is now, what, 80 years old? Like like yes. Vince just saw it last week and says, "Hey, put that in there. It's timely." Uh, that's not good. But if you're not writing for her, because you don't need to, because she's great. Like on talking smack, that's all her, and she's amazing. So yeah, just just let her go because she can she can do it on her own.
0: What are the odds that JBL makes a Judy Garland or Frank Morgan reference on next week's SmackDown? Because he's about as timely as that joke usually.
1: Yeah. No, he's not
0: uh, uh JPL. <laughs> Which is the one that didn't have the heart?
1: That was the Tin Man.
0: The Tin Man? He'll be like, He's got as much heart as Jack Haley. <laughs> one of those. I know, I know. That's you know how he does. He's yes, I do. Cool. American Alpha's still on the roster. Yeah. And they beat Spirit Squad. Cool. Cool. Yeah, I, I mean,
1: I, I was, I was legitimately excited for it when Spirit Squad came out. I, for a second, thought they were going to like wrestle the Vaude Villains or something and actually make the, the
0: Survivor Series roster. Shit. <laughs> oh man. Now this was the right. So there's, you can't give Spirit Squad a tag title match now. You can't. No. They just lost to American Alpha. That's true. Common sense would say. Yeah. Unfortunately, common sense isn't always the best way to go about it. What do you think about them rehashing the Ms. Daniel Bryan thing? And it was really – this was really a lot of rehashing of their talking smack thing. And it had a lot of people – even our live tweeter, uh, Kyler James, was like, is this leading to a Ms. Daniel Bryan match? No, it's not. <laughs> they're, they're, nope.
1: they're pushing it so hard it's really kind of a just a they really are like it's i could if,
0: you imagine it's, i'll cut you off could, could you, you imagine if the daniel bryan thing was all an angle for total bellas now it's not but could you imagine the could. rage in which people would feel <laughs> the utter yeah. just livid anger and rage because it's the type of thing that WWE would try to pull.
1: Well, they always try and pull, make real life into a wrestling angle. Um, they're they're pushing this this thing so hard uh, that I mean, it's, it almost feels cruel to, uh, to to do it this way and to have having no intention of ever actually following through with it. Because both of them are so good, it's a it's a damn shoot in the ring anytime they're talking to each other. Um, I I loved this this segment and um i'm a i'm a big fan of of anything that can happen now with the miz because i feel like he's too good for them to leave off of the survivor series card in some way and that you know
0: oh i think i think he'll definitely be on the card somehow it, or he'll be involved somehow it'll it'll further him yeah daniel bryan says that miz isn't a fighting champion now what i liked is that In storyline, Daniel Bryan was right this time. On Talking Smack a few months ago, he was not right in any way. Now, if if he would have said this maybe the week after The Miz completely whiffed on catching our truth years ago, that would be one thing. But as Miz said, he's always there. Unless he's filming a movie, he's there. Now, last week, he ran away from an offered Intercontinental title match. There's no excuse for that. Right. There is no excuse for that. So Daniel Bryan called him on it. Dolph Ziggler came out, did an open challenge. It was the debut of Kurt Hawkins. Why in the shit did Kurt Hawkins get hired? Why did Jinder Mahal get hired? What was the point? Now, I'm not saying that Ty Dillinger would have gotten this gimmick over, but in this spot, Ty Dillinger would have flourished and exceeded any expectations in that role, being just – Nobody's gonna make the face the facts thing work. But Ty Dillinger would just be better than a better use than Kurt Hawkins at this point. And he's sitting down there and they're finally using him in NXT, but I'm just like, you got a guy probably cheaper on your payroll already. Bring him up. Listen, I I'm all
1: for giving Ty Dillinger mm-hmm. more opportunities, but if Ty Dillinger was on the main roster doing this gimmick, and losing to Dolph Ziggler in seven seconds, I'd be pissed. Sure. Because because I want Ty Dillinger to get a real shake.
0: I don't want well, him to – There's up no plans no no for that. Him. There are no plans right. for him to ever be on the main roster.
1: Right. And uh, the thing is, what he's doing in NXT right now is great. He's great right. in NXT. And he's always going to be much much more over with the fans there than he would ever be up here. But – I mean, if you're going to have Kurt Hawkins out there jobbing to people, that's fine. Somebody's got to do it. They're, they're never, they're not going to give. Not everybody can be stars. I understand that. I get upset when people like Rusev job out. You know what I mean? I have no problem with Kurt Hawkins jobbing out. That's his role. That's what he's supposed to do. That's Jinder Mahal's role. I mean, that's that's just the way. Like you know, as as as. Uh, we learned from The Rock 20 years ago. Sometimes it's time to shut up and know your role, and that's what Kurt Hawkins is. I was ho- I was hoping for a for a Baron Corbin, a Baron Corbin, uh, <laughs> a, a Baron Corbin uh, answering the call and coming out and beating Ziggler and becoming IC title IC champion because at that point we didn't know about Ziggler's challenge to the Raw roster. And Cor- we knew Corbin was on the Survivor Series roster and Ziggler wasn't. So maybe I thought there was a chance you were going to give it to Corbin and let him carry the belt into
0: that, into that match, which would have been interesting. But um, Well, as you mentioned, Ziggler made an open challenge to anybody on the Raw roster. That's cool. What they're doing with Survivor Series, very cool, especially if this brand split sticks. They are building it up as the one night. Now, obviously, it'll happen at the Royal Rumble too, but the one night that SmackDown and Raw go head-to-head. Cool. I like that. Yeah. It's better than that dumbass bragging rights pay-per-view they had where they, they tried to build that, but it just didn't work. i give it until 2018 before that's back again. Bragging rights? Yeah. Yeah, probably. I would <laughs> say so, because they'll be like, oh, okay, now Survivor Series means something. Well, let's bring another show in. Yeah. That's probably what they'll do. Um, what yeah, do think, the Hawkins think thing –
1: who do you think answers Ziggler's challenge from Raw?
0: Let me look at the roster and I'll get back to you.
1: My, my, uh, my thought immediately was Rusev. Rusev. Yeah. He's got nothing else to do, which is interesting. My, my hope, though, since – follow me uh, down the rabbit hole of this conspiracy here. The Miz is wearing red for the, tonight. He's talking about the Raw roster and how he hopes that they beat SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe somehow the Miz finds a way to jump over to Raw, then t- then answers Ziggler's challenge for the IC title on, at Survivor Series. Yeah, you know, find find a way to do that.
0: Also, Sami Zayn could be an option. Yeah, because he doesn't have anything going on there. Which I would really like it if they they put if they did do a cruiserweight Survivor Series elimination match. Your surprise captains are Neville and Sami Zayn. That'd be great. With And then, you know, uh, because Brian Kendrick wasn't made a captain, he's pissed off at whoever captains his team. And that leads to a natural feud because he's an egomaniac. And he thinks, I'm the champion. I should be captaining this, whether it's Neville or Sami Zayn. Right. Probably Neville because Zayn's got Braun Strowman. But I think that'd be cool. But, yeah, uh, Curt Hawkins, don't get it. He got beaten, like, five seconds. That was cool, Sure. Sure. Somehow, I completely missed the Randy Orton Kane match. I didn't see it. Oh, it's great.
1: At oh. all, was it really? Yeah. Well, I mean, it was great for me because I love it. It's, it's, uh, he it comes out, and they're wrestling a little bit, and then, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then the lights go out, and then, uh, you know, um, Wyatt and uh, Harper come out, uh, and then Kane attacks them.
0: I saw, it's, yeah, it's, I saw the highlights. I, they showed the replay later in the show, and I'm like, "What? What happened? Where was this? I didn't see it at all." And I, I could have swore I watched it the whole damn time. It was the uh, second segment,
1: I think, of the entire thing. Uh, I love, I love all the layers of this. That Harper doesn't trust our Orton, and Bray shouldn't trust Orton, but Bray honestly thinks, "Hey, man, what if I actually am a god? Wouldn't that be cool?" Like, that's a really cool thing. Later in the night, you have this weird thing where Orton's eyes light up. Like, it's just, it's so, it's something different.
0: Bray thinks that he's worked himself into a shoot, and I like it. Right, yeah, absolutely. I have no interest in these guys as singles. None, not a friggin' lick. Right. But together, I'm very interested. Yeah, Yeah.
1: well, here's the thing that's really interesting. If you look at a lot of what's going on, uh, if, if you really look at it, they having Harper really distrust Orton, and and uh, and at one point Harper is going to feed Kane to the sister Abigail, but Orton jumps in the way and does it himself. And it's this weird thing. I wonder if he's, if Orton's plan is to turn Harper against Wyatt at some point because Harper yeah. versus Wyatt is a feud I would get behind. I would like to see that.
0: I wouldn't mind seeing that too. Uh, it'd have to have some substance behind it, though. Yeah. Who thought that the guy that was going to break out as a single star in the Wyatt family thus far in my mind Braun Strowman right
1: That's the wow. thing also we got we got we got a little intrigue in that Survivor Series match also since Braun is on team Raw Ooh and I didn't even think about Wyatt that Wyatt is on team SmackDown I would love if they could figure out a way of like having Wyatt tried to use his old mind control powers on Strowman to
0: attack raw guys. That's, that's one of those face-offs that's going to yeah. happen. And the crowd's going to go. Gonna go nope shit it's it. going to
1: be amazing. That moment. Oh, can, can Two and a half minutes, just the two of them looking across the ring at each other.
0: I love it. everybody else. And what I would do, what I would do if I were them is I would have everybody else looking on like all the wrestlers, like, no, they're not taken out. Like, they're just like, What's going to happen? What is about to happen here? Yeah. Oh, I can't wait for that.
1: It's going to be such they a they, no, probably they probably
0: won't do it. They probably won't
1: do it. won't even go through with it. Yeah, they probably won't.
0: <laughs> Uso's versus Headbangers. This was good for all involved to an extent. The Uso's won a very quick match. They should not have won by roll up. They should have jobbed these guys they out. They should have, yeah. Meanwhile, the Headbangers are going to keep getting indie bookings off of this. Good for them. Mhm. Uh, even though Thrasher tries to charge people for interviews, Virgil style, yeah they'll get indie books and bookings off of it Uso's win they're in the tag match they should be in the tag match. If you remember in those like crazy eight ten man tags back in the shield days that's when these two these two guys were in their prime now we've never seen them in this type of situation as heels. Who knows how anybody will work at Survivor Series, heel babyface. You just don't know. But I'm a sucker for Survivor Series matches. But like I keep saying, they add some stakes to these. If I were SmackDown, I would – because Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon are are really good about this kind of thing. I would say, hey, okay, the winners are going to get title shots or we'll owe them or something. And then Mick Foley and Stephanie McMahon will feel – to one-up them that sense of competition among gms as well where these guys have to outdo each other in motivating their superstars i think it can be really good i think survivor series can be awesome yeah i do uh it's good that dean ambrose booted james ellsworth out ambrose should absolutely be a street smart guy That should be his thing. I don't know if you ever watched the uh, Road Warriors DVD, Mm-mm. but Road Warrior Animal said that a really important thing for him is that Hawk and Animal were street smart. And it's like there were just situations he wouldn't make himself look like a fool. Right. Like they could get beaten and attacked and jumped, but you're not going to out-street smart two guys from the streets in the Road Warriors. Dean Ambrose should be just like that you are not going to outsmart him like that. He will not be one up in that sense. And it's it's kind of a shame because when John Cena was around, Dean Ambrose was tiptoeing that heel face line and damn it was getting good. Yeah. It was getting real good. But it, with Ellsworth here, he kind of has to be the wacky guy, but
1: yeah. Yeah, that's that's particularly my problem with this whole thing is that he's stuck doing that. When what he was doing when he was when he was in that feud with Cena and Styles was the best Dean Ambrose I'd ever seen. And now he's got, he's gone back to, to be in, you know, at least at least today, less wacky than the last couple of weeks. But I mean it's it's not, it has not been uh the same caliber of Dean Ambrose as there was uh before uh, No Mercy.
0: AJ Styles is awesome. They had a good match. Mm-hmm. But during this match, I was wondering how many times am I supposed to want to see it. Well, I'm completely down for TLC with these right. two. 100%. Cool with it. I just wonder how they're going to stretch it. Uh, they got to work together at Survivor Series. I'm sure that'll be something in the storyline. Mm-hmm. I'm interested to see how they take things leading into Survivor Series because everybody that's feuding has to work with each other. Right. But if you do that throughout the show the entire time for the next three weeks, it's going to suck real bad. Right.
1: They only have to fill two more episodes of SmackDown before Survivor Series.
0: Yeah, that's So true. the thing
1: is is that you, it's going to be really difficult for me to buy, like, you know, hey, we need you two guys to work together on November 20th. So tonight you're going to fight against each other in a steel cage. Like, that, that doesn't help. And I feel like that's going to happen on in on both shows, Raw and SmackDown.
0: I would love on SmackDown them to do like five-on-five five matches with those guys, like trying to get their chemistry together. That would be cool. And uh, they face like maybe the five teams, maybe whatever teams aren't in there or whatever single stars aren't in there. Try to make it work. I think that would be cool. I got to say this too. AJ Styles, everywhere else, that moonsault, reverse DDT, hit or miss. He yeah. hasn't missed it in WWE one time that I've seen. Yeah, it's been good. A work of art. I like the finish, and I like the use of Ellsworth running. <laughs> he juked those security guards out of their ACLs. Oh, that man. was so funny. It looked like, like when my cat gets outside, and we don't <laughs> let our cats outside, and I'm trying to chase it. <laughs> One doesn't have a tail, so you can't track the tail. You can't, right. You're can't. you supposed to track the hips, but you can't track the hips. And it just yes. sends me diving at air. That's like what he was doing to these these Keystone cops that were chasing him. Oh, boy. Bunch of errand boys, as I like to call them. Yes. Uh, getting, getting juked by an errand boy at that. Right, right. Dean Ambrose in his half-hearted way of like – Oh, thanks, James. Picked him up. Well, the holding him. And then dropped him. <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. What did you think of the match?
1: I thought the match was very good. I mean, these two guys have good matches against each other. Uh I like that that they there was this great, great series of reversals that they pulled out like four or five in a row that they had obviously worked out really, really well. And I like I like when you when there's a point where there's exactly that sweet spot where you haven't seen them wrestle each other too much. And they've wrestled each other just enough to know how to counter the other guy's shit. I really like that a lot. There's that great sweet spot. That's where they are now. And that's where they're going to be on December 4th at TLC. And I think that's it. Then you got to move on. You know what I mean? If, if AJ beats Dean, that's it. Now he's going to move on to something else. Uh, because you're going to get dangerously close to kind of ruining that, uh, but I am excited to see. Uh, somebody said this this thing of, of uh, that they wanted Braun to like just wreck shop on uh, the SmackDown people, and then uh, and then wind up being like um, just Ambrose and and uh, and Styles having to work together to go against all of Team Raw. Like, there's a lot of different kinds of cool ideas you could have with uh, how to make this Survivor Series match work. There's so many different storylines you can use. I'm very excited to see where they go with it.
0: Well, that's it for SmackDown. We have a little bit of news uh, before we get into the wrestling news. The WBA have sanctioned a world title fight between Anthony Joshua and Vladimir Klitschko. That fight was supposed to happen on December 10th, but Klitschko got hurt. Joshua will face Eric Molina. He got some some flack for that, but, I mean, he was, he was going to face Klitschko. But 2017 looking promising for boxing, even though the last two months of 2016 aren't looking too hot. But either way, uh, we get got the Ward fight next weekend. We have – or not this weekend, the weekend after that. Pacquiao this weekend. Live viewing parties for both of those from our own Carlos Toro. Alex, the Raw ratings were in the crapper this week. million for a Goldberg appearance. Now, it was Halloween. At the same time, I don't know a lot of people that have their kids out trick or treating at 10 at night to make those numbers go at 2.46 million.
1: And in some parts of the country, trick or treating isn't even on Halloween. Sure. For me, it was on the Saturday before. You know what I mean? Like, it was just that's when the neighborhood decides all the kids can come out and trick or treat was on Saturday during daylight hours. You know what I mean? So that's not really an excuse. The other thing is you can't say that, you know, the Goldberg thing was, you know, you know, it hurt. uh, The Goldberg didn't matter because the highest rated hour was the first hour when Goldberg was there. Everything trailed off after that. And they, during the first hour, they say, hey, everybody stick around. We're going to see Roman Reigns fight Chris Jericho. And the third hour was the worst. So, you know, I don't know what to do at this point. You, You know, there's, a lot of it, I think, has got to be the election. So we'll see if in two or three weeks that dies down. But
0: Yeah, a lot of the shows that beat out Raw are political shows that do not usually beat out Raw yeah. outside of an election season. Um, I know one thing, I don't watch anything remotely political outside of a couple of comedy shows. Right. But I have had my face glued to every debate, all kinds of coverage, TrigTent.com, stuff like that. This election season, which I mean, this is a, a remarkable, unique shit show of an election season. I've yeah. seen, I've never seen anything like it in my entire life. So this is definitely a different type of situation. This very well could be an anomaly, because, like I said, this is—I've I've never seen an election like this before. Now. At the same time, there there was a writer who I, I really respect who said, well, Roman Reigns isn't to blame for these ratings dropping. Well, I mean, it's a collaborative effort. If people don't want to see that guy, they're not going to want to tune in and watch him. And since November of 2013, I think ratings have dropped 25%. Mm-hmm. 25%. And the thing that I was I'm comparing that to – The numbers I'm comparing it to were like lows for that year. So it's even more in comparison. It's back 25% is a lot. Now, consumption is a lot different. When people ask me about the popularity of wrestling and how ratings matter, it's really, really hard for me to say because we don't know. It's so, so hard to tell because shows are consumed so differently now cables a lot different. Satellite's a lot different. There's the internet it's just so it's so difficult. It's there's Hulu. The people stream the shit on YouTube within 6 hours. Alex people pirate our show and our show is free. I know. <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing that could happen until somebody says, "Do you know that you're you're Podcast is on a torrent site. And I said, why the hell is it on a torrent site? It's free. (laughs) It's, I don't know. And Alex, you would think that there are a better way, there's a better metric for this. It cannot be hard for DirecTV to to like collect data, right? I mean, there used to be a thing on my DirecTV. I would take my little remote here and it would say, who's watching what? the most right. in like West coast, central, East coast, it can't be hard for them to do it. Right. And if I'm direct TV, I have the networks buy into that program and make a little money on the backside. Yeah. I don't know.
1: There's gotta be a better way. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I honestly, it's, it's difficult for me to say because you're right. People, you know, consume this stuff in different ways. Before I was working for Fightful, I wasn't watching Raw and SmackDown Live. I was watching it on Hulu the next day. You know, that's just the way I watch things because it is, you know, that's just the way I decided to consume stuff. So, you know, everybody is watching in different ways, uh, you know, and watching things on DVR even. It's just Fast forwarding through stuff has become the norm, so you know that's what we we people have to try and do. So uh, I'm not worried about it necessarily because, as far as I can tell, there's a tick, there's a down tick every fall because of Monday Night Football, even though football ratings are down too right now. But um, you know we'll we'll see how things generate. I just don't want the thing is that you always hear about Vince panicking and blaming the performers rather than the awful, awful. Mm-hmm awful creative that's behind things that nobody I I don't
0: know if it's awful creative as much as it is him nixing so much when I talked to right 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 you know I would talk to Krista Joseph uh, and Court Bauer and they would tell me like dude we pitched so much stuff and to be fair I think Lucha Underground has waned significantly but they had two full seasons of awesome content with like two or three guys writing the show, one of them being Krista Joseph. And I asked him one time if he used anything that he didn't use at WWE, and he was like, nope, not really. Hmm. So, man, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's a very, very odd situation. Now, also an odd situation, TNA and Challenge TV have parted ways. There is more to this story than people are realizing from what I'm hearing. TNA put out the news first, which is unusual. You'll notice that nobody has said that the show was not renewed. Uh, I know that TNA wants to get it out a lot quicker than Challenge was willing to do. From what I understand, both wanted the, the thing to keep going, but it's, it's not. I don't think TNA will have a problem finding a home in the UK. I've had a lot of people say, oh, yes, they will. No, they, they'll be on TV in the UK in January. Mark it down. Mark it down. Did you see the Daniel Bryan video where he talked about retirement? To no, Pretty I, haven't
1: clicked, I haven't clicked on it yet. I, I know all about it. I read the transcript and everything. It's, it's sad. I don't, I don't feel like I want to subject myself to that sadness. I know I will at some point, maybe tonight. But
0: Really heartbreaking to watch. Yeah. That's up on the site right now, guys, as always on our video section. Goldberg says that he hasn't trained in a wrestling ring. Boy, that showed on Monday, didn't it? Oh
1: man. i can't, I watched that again today. I can't believe that just kneeing a dude in the, in the chest was just too much for him.
0: I thought he tours, I thought he tore something. I was scared, I was hurt. It looks like one of those it's for him. He looked like somebody who slips and fall in the shower. That's what he looked like. Then I read this quote. Here's what he said: "I haven't been in the ring yet. That's the only thing after the 12 years is that probably the most important thing to reacquaint yourself. But I'm going in for one match. I'm not going to get in the ring for 20 days to reacclimate myself to hitting the ropes because hopefully the only thing that I'll, I'll be hitting uh, is my fist hitting Brock's face and him hitting the mat. So the reality is I'm going to be taken to Suplex City. I'm going to take some suplexes in this thing. It is what it is. It ain't like I didn't play for in the NFL, dude. I may be old, but I know what I'm getting myself into. And does he? Because it didn't look like he did on Monday.
1: Nope. No. Now, it's kind of painfully obvious that they hadn't run through that bit on Monday. And, uh, yeah, I mean, let's all talk, obviously. Obviously, he is going to get in the ring at some point between now and Survivor Series. But it's just a weird thing that, that you think that's a way of getting getting the match over is by coming oh. out and saying, I'm not gonna practice for this at all. It's gonna be great.
0: Remember that shitty match we had twelve years ago? Well, I haven't even been in the ring ahead of this one. <laughs> yeah, mm. that's a, a great one. Everybody of loves it. a car crash, I guess. Everybody loves stopping and gawking and watching. Yeesh I'm back tomorrow evening with Showdown Joe, you guys. Make sure to tune in for that. I'm gonna talk a little bit of MMA, so uh I will bid Alex adieu. But before that, uh, before that also I wanted to get into some rumors. Apparently Tony Neese and Drew Gulak not under contract to WWE, they're still under contract with Evolve. Does that surprise you, Alex, that WWE is willing to use people who are contracted for another promotion? Now one that will be on a different platform. Right. Does that surprise you? I mean, I guess I just kind of
1: assumed that if you're on the big show, if you're on Raw, that they, they've got, at least got yeah. something worked out for you. But, I mean, they're they're major parts of this division at this point. They're the second-tier heels in this division. So uh, it would be kind of weird to not have them around. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I hope they get something worked out because – I am. Um, I really like the where those guys could go. Um, I'm hoping that uh, something comes of it.
0: Alex, anything to tell the people before I kick you off the show?
1: Well, uh, sure. Um, I'll be starting next week full time as the associate editor uh, of Fightful.com. And looking forward to that. Also. The uh, reaction pieces have been taking a back seat right now, but they will be back in full force next week once I have uh, realized uh, my am back in full time and I have time to do stuff. Looking forward to that. Uh, I've been taking all of this time that I have now. Before I get into full time, I want to jump in with both feet on Monday. So I am actually taking apart one of our rooms and starting to turn it into a nursery so that I don't have to do that. Oh, man. I know. sort to do that before uh before we actually uh the baby comes so I uh, don't have to do that during my fightful hours. But uh am looking forward to uh to being more of a of an influence around here trying to uh get Sean Ross Sapp to maybe see things my way.
0: <laughs> hey. It ain't gonna hey, happen. I and mean, of course. I just want
1: to let you know that, that that I got a lot of flack from you last night about not being professional, and I'll have you know that behind me now. There's no Halloween spook spectacular. Or oh, whatever. come on. I was able to uh, get rid Is of that. Is that mini fridge,
0: was... though? I, ha- I have one, too. Yeah,
1: yeah mini fridge. got to stay hydrated while I'm doing my writing. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but for the month of December, I've decided to wear a different ugly Christmas sweater every podcast.
0: Hey, I can get behind that. I yeah. wore a different ugly American T-shirt every week or every day during the Olympics when I that podcasted. Was,
1: that was actually my inspiration, and so now I've decided... Behind me will be a festive light sh- light show, and there may be a little Christmas tree back there because I'm nothing if not a festive guy.
0: I regret that decision though because I have way too many. Like, <laughs> you've only got like a Memorial Day, Fourth of July. I don't have that many. The, the World Cup, I can wear them during the World Cup whenever that happens. Once so. every
1: four years, that'd be good.
0: Yeah, and then the Olympics. Yeah. I can wear those December, like every two years for the Olympics, then every four years for the World there's, Cup.
1: There's flag, a couple. flag Day.
0: There's President oh, yeah, that's Day. A good one. Yeah. It's, hey, you know, maybe it wasn't such a bad choice after all. <laughs> there you go. Either way, Alex, get the hell off the show.
1: Goodbye.
0: So, guys, Ronda Rousey appeared on Ellen, said that this is going to be one of her last fights. No surprise there. She has said before that she didn't want to fight into her 30s, and she considered 30, not her 30s, and she's about to hit that age. I think she might be 30 now. No, she's 29. So maybe she fights into 2017, maybe the beginning of 2018, but I don't think it's that much of a surprise that she's going to do that. Now, I've had a lot of people ask me if I think that she'll get into WWE. I think she will absolutely at least do one match in WWE. I think that's in her heart. I think that's something that she would want to do. But she also sees that careers don't last forever, as as the Holly Home fight showed her. She's going to make a lot of money and get out of the sport, and good for her. And if she ever wants to come back, she will have that extra payday, and she'll be able to make a lot of money, a whole lot of money. So more power to her. Now, the only thing I say is – it's something Dana White says all the time. You can't be half-ass in MMA. You're going to get your ass kicked, probably. Either way, I'm intrigued for this Nunes fight. Uh, Nunes fight with Ronda Rousey because she plays to a lot of Rousey's strengths. But as we saw, uh, Amanda Nunes doesn't really care about anybody's game plan and doesn't really hold up for anybody. So it's it'll be it'll be cool to see that. Also, Luke Rockhold versus Jacare Souza off. That sucks. Can't wait to hear what what uh, Michael Bisping has to say about that after all the trash that, that Luke Rockhold's talked. So I'm hoping Jacare gets moved to UFC 206 and could use it, but I, I don't think he will. It's just a pipe dream at this point. But I, I think he should. I think they need to reschedule him for this fall. Yoel Romero and Chris Weidman got to be happy because I know a lot of people thought that Weidman or Romero would have immediately got the shot. That's not the case from what I heard. I heard it was very much an impress me situation the UFC had going with those four. Uh, It's almost a shame that Musashi was booked so quickly against Uriah Hall, but I know he wants that win back really, really badly because Musashi versus Jacare, that would have been a real, that would have been really cool. Definitely worthy of in a UFC show. We've got exclusives from Scott Coker, Phil Davis, Liam McGeary, Marlos Kunin, Sergey Karitanov, all kinds of stuff this week on Fightful.com for you MMA fans. Muhammad Ali's son-in-law Kevin Casey signed with Bellator MMA. That's fine, but uh, I get the feeling that if, if he wasn't Muhammad Ali's son-in-law, he probably wouldn't have got that spot can you, know, you I, I don't think that can be denied but that's Bellator's thing they're pretty good at marketing that sort of thing so I've seen worse I've seen much worse than than Kevin Casey getting signed by Bellator uh, Scott Coker tells me they have plans for the heavyweight title first quarter of 2017 They've got Congo, Lashley, Mitrione, Karatanov. If I were them, I'd put those four together If unless the Fedor fight's happening, but you can't rely on Fedor to be around for more than one fight, especially the way that he is. Yeah. A uh, buddy, Dwayne Finley, reported that Mitrione and Fedor may be fighting early next year. Tomorrow evening with Showdown Joe, finally, after a month, we have some UFC this weekend, this Saturday. I'd say we'll probably do a show on Sunday afternoon. Uh, You know, that show is not big enough for me to dictate you all to stay up until 1 a.m. on the East Coast, or really until 2.30 a.m. watching us. So we'll probably do that Sunday afternoon. Why not? If there's anything you all want to see on the site, follow us at Fightful Online, Twitter, Facebook. Tell us. Let us know. Tag some people. Hey, tag wrestlers, tag fighters. Say, we want Fightful to interview you. We want them to talk to you. We want to hear what they have to say. Do it. Let people know about Fightful.com. Uh, your support is very important to our success. I want to thank you all so much. We uh, we uh, met a traffic goal this week. I was very, very, very happy about that. Somebody says, Alex... With the greater sign than SRSA, you wish, buddy. Get back in the ditch where you belong. Alex is awesome. Somebody says, Sean, you answering questions? Yeah. I'll answer some questions. I have a few minutes. Somebody says, <laughs> Sean, I know this is off subject, but I'm trying to convince my mom to watch you live on YouTube instead of watching her Spanish soap opera shows. Mark uh, Mark Gendrack does some Spanish soap opera. He's made a good career of that from what I understand. What else we got? Somebody says, Sean, what are your three favorite bands? My three favorite bands. Rage Against the Machine, uh, Royal Blood, and Sublime are probably my three favorite bands. Without a doubt, those three. Do you think stakes will be added to Survivor Series? No, I don't. I think they'll expect us to care about them without them, but I hope they do. They need to. Sean, who do you think is the most improved women's wrestler on the WWE roster this year? Mm, probably Alexa Bliss. She has gotten pretty damn good really fast. Somebody says Directv Active is still uh, available. It teaches or it tells you what's being watched uh, by who in the world. I didn't know that. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, I do see that. The What's Hot, the most popular shows on DirecTV as of, but I don't have mine hooked up to the internet for some reason. So, hmm. somebody says, SRS, they are taping next week's SmackDown, right? Yeah, it'll be taped ahead of time, like by a few hours, because they'll be in Europe. But yes, we will have spoilers on that. I hate spoilers, I really do, but, you know. By the way, guys, we will be having, like, live NXT spoiler posts. I know I missed a couple of those. Those things come out of nowhere to me. They really do. I don't, like, have it set in my mind when SmackDown or when, or when NXT tapes, rather. But I will in the future. That will be happening. WWE Blogger Diva says, SRS versus Ambrose. No, he's my hometown guy. I'm not going to fight Ambrose. Plus, he kicked my ass. Somebody says, Sean, when do you think John Jones will finally come back and who will be fighting? So his situation's getting—they haven't made a ruling on it. If I were to guess, I would say that he ends up with a six-month suspension, and he'll be back January, maybe for the Super Bowl card, maybe, maybe. Sean, do you think Connor and Eddie will go five rounds, or there will be a KO? I think it'll be a KO. I do. Between those two, I do. Uh, Connor better be working on his cardio. And I don't know how much cardio he can work on with that, that he had that injured foot for a while. Somebody says, Survivor Series will go down in WWE history as one of the top five worst all-time pay-per-views. You heard it here first. No, it won't. I can guarantee you that. If it does, I will quit my job. How about that? Somebody says, Neville should challenge Ziggler. Uh... I don't know. Somebody says, Cincinnati on a pole match. Loser can't come back to the city. Well, I know the person who commented that definitely doesn't want me staying away from Cincinnati anytime soon. Somebody says, SmackDown Live, is, in parentheses, taped. Sublime? Yeah, I love Sublime. Sublime's awesome. I like Sublime with Rome, too. Not as much as Sublime, but I like Sublime with Rome. Who is the most improved... Male wrestler on the roster. Ooh. Damn. Yeah, I'd probably have to say The Miz, even though he was near this good before. I think he's improved quite a bit in the ring. Pretty good stuff. Somebody says, do you see Ziggler losing the IC title? Eventually, sure. Uh, uh, On that, you know what? Maybe, but then he would get his mandatory rematch. With Roman holding the U.S. title and seemingly only fighting upper-tier wrestlers on Raw, you have a massive bank of wrestlers treading water. Look at the Battle Royal last night. Loads with nothing to fight for. There weren't a lot of big talents in that Battle Royal, really. There was Sami Zayn, Cesaro, and Sheamus, but they're in the tag division. You see any spots on the Survivor Series teams being left open for surprise return slash debuts? Well, there's one spot left on the raw men's roster and it's going to Seth Rollins. It is Smackdowns is figured out. We have three of the teams set for Smackdown tag teams. Wouldn't put it past them to let somebody debut for that. The women's uh, maybe even, Mar- no, I think they got that, that set too. Cause Naomi was named hard set, hard to tell. I mean, it's, it's always open. Like, I'm sure, I'm sure that they would have loved to have done something with Trish Stratus in Toronto, but they didn't do it. She's, she's pregnant now. Either way, guys, visit Fightful.com. Please share our, our uh, articles on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, and Facebook groups. That helps a whole lot. Share our stories. I can't tell you how important it is to us that you share the stories. It really gets it out there. I want to thank you all so much for joining us. I am back tomorrow night with Showdown Joe. Lots of cool stuff coming to Fightful.com as always. Guys, until next time, we are out.